Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about turning stress eating into intuitive eating. It can be done, and I've seen it happen many, many times, and it seems like there's a heightened awareness around eating and different foods this time of year, even if we're not going to be in big gatherings this year. It's still holiday time. All of the special treats are out, and often this awareness around the eating is fueled by cravings, by stress eating, and more stress eating leads to more stressful feelings, which leads to more stress eating and more getting down on oneself for the less than stellar behaviors. So holidays is a good time to talk about stress eating, I think, and a good time for us to bring our awareness to the forefront. Actually, it seems like this all starts around Halloween when some of the big changes in eating begins to happen to people who are prone to stress eating and cravings and giving into sugar. The eating begins to ramp up for many people right there around Halloween. And then once off track with the sugary processed food, which is what like candy would be at Halloween time, and flavors, enhanced flavors, Once you're off track with that and the cravings are alive and we add to that the busyness of holidays and the normal eating desires and patterns are definitely then off track. And the way back is really through intuitive eating. I know a lot of people will wait till the first of the year and then do all different kinds of dieting. And in my opinion, for my many years of dealing with people with many different kinds of disordered eating, you know, more serious things, is the intuitive eating. And so what is intuitive eating? You may have seen that term a lot, maybe didn't even really pay a lot of attention to it, but it fits in right here with all of the things that we talk about with mindfulness and ways of calming our anxiety. Many people, this stress eating comes about as a way to quell those anxious feelings. So let's talk about what intuitive eating is. Intuition is our innate or our natural inborn ability to understand something without needing an explanation, right? You simply know something to be true. That's your intuition. And being able to listen to and understand your intuition is an important part of staying healthy in in all the ways of health. Your intuition can help you avoid danger. It can lead you to help, you know, to get help when it's needed. And it can even help you to get the amount of sleep, exercise, and nutrients that you need if you are able to hear it. You have to be able to hear what this intuition is saying. So if we add intuition to our eating habits, we find a marriage of intuitive eating, 
a way of actually listening to and understanding our body's signals and the needs that it has and actually taking that information and using it to guide us on how we eat. So here is how intuitive eating works. The basis of intuitive eating is to let your own intuition that we talked about. And what is your intuition again? It's your innate and natural inborn ability to understand something without needing the explanation. So we're going to use our gut feeling, let's call it that, our intuition, that feeling that you you know something to be right. So we're going to use that intuition to get us going. The basis of our intuitive eating is to use this feeling, this gut feeling, this knowingness to be our guide on our food choices. This means no foods are really off limits. There's no strict guidelines for you to follow. You don't have to avoid this or avoid that or add these long lists of things. Now, I will say here, if you have foods that you need to avoid for other reasons, then you have to still do that, obviously. But you probably intuitively know which foods those are, the things that actually either set you off course or foods that take you into allergies or into reactions. So pay attention to that. Let your intuition guide you. But with intuitive eating, there's no food that's really off limits, and there are no strict guidelines to follow. It's simple, and it's real. It's so real and grounded that you will be able to do it. You eat when you are hungry, and you don't eat when you're not hungry. And this doesn't mean giving in to every craving and impulse. If you're following intuitive eating practices, you will begin observing your craving so that you can determine where did this craving come from and what is it that my body really needs. For example, if you get an overwhelming craving for sweets, since eating sweets can produce changes in our moods, this craving may be our way of telling us that it needs a mood boost. It needs a change. So instead of reaching for a refined sweet of some sort, you may need a different mood booster. What could you do? Something like a brisk walk, changing your environment, some fresh air. So instead of simply listening to your initial instinct, intuitive eating practices encourage you to dig just a little bit deeper to discover the true meaning behind your thoughts and needs. Overall, this approach can offer a healthy option to eating and enjoying food. So back to our intuitive eating and getting rid of our stress eating by turning toward intuitive eating. Again, this isn't black and white. It's not like a light switch. The dark room doesn't become light just because you understand what I'm saying. This takes time. It takes practice, but this is a practice that is well worth your effort. One of the things you need to do is to understand the difference between physical hunger and emotional eating. If we can't tease this out, we won't know, are we really hungry and needing to eat? 
or is something else going on? The physical hunger piece is a physical and biological response your body has to being hungry. It can manifest in many different ways with different people, but typically it's a growling stomach or a feeling of emptiness in the belly, feelings of irritability or fatigue. And after you eat, these responses will go away. I also call this hunger below the neck body hunger. So emotional eating, I call head hunger. Okay. So we got below the neck hunger is your body being hungry and emotional hunger up in the head, head hunger. Emotional eating is the need to eat that is driven by an emotional response. You may not be physically hungry, but you feel compelled to eat because you're sad or anxious or bored. And maybe you've been doing this for so long, you've had so much repetition with this kind of response that it comes naturally to you. Don't even think about it. You think you're hungry. Emotional eating uses food to fill emotional needs. And again, I call this type of hunger head hunger. Because emotional eating is not driven by your body's need for nutrients, it can lead to overeating. You're not satisfying the real hunger and you're making poor nutritional choices. You can avoid emotional eating with mindfulness. When you find yourself craving a comfort food, pause for a moment and ask yourself why you want it. Is your stomach rumbling or are you having a stressful day and feel like you need a reward? By simply taking a moment to ask yourself the question, you're giving yourself a chance to make an informed decision, a new choice for your body. And if you have great difficulty with this, you can bring in your journal to keep a food log to keep a food and feelings journal entry. That can be helpful because putting it on paper always changes it. Believe me, it makes it look different. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So the next thing is to eat until you're satisfied, not full. Eat until you're satisfied, not full. Once you start eating, it can take between 5 to 20 minutes to start to feel full. If you don't stop eating until you're full, then you may have already consumed too much, especially if you are a fast eater. You may have consumed way too much food several minutes before you stopped eating, but you won't notice it until you push away from the table 10 minutes later. This can result in overextending your recommended calorie intake for what your body needs, and it may even cause stomach pain and discomfort. I have a food and feeling scale from zero to 10. That would be like a 10 when the the stomach actually hurts. Instead of rushing through a meal, eat slowly and enjoy your food. Take some time to experience your meal as best you can with all of your senses. So what does that look like? It's like, how does the food smell? What does it look like? What can I hear with the food as they're crunching? You can even practice gratitude in every bite, feeling thankful for the meal. As you can see, we begin to bring in many of our practices just at our mealtime. As you eat, pay attention to how you feel. When you start to feel satisfied, slow down or even stop. Take a pause. You can always continue to eat if you're still hungry. This pause can be surprising how a short bit of time can add to your fullness. So slow down and then pause. Another thing you want to do is to be practicing healthy eating habits. Even though intuitive eating doesn't include food restrictions, it doesn't mean you should throw all healthy eating guidelines out the window. Your body still needs a balance of nutrient-rich healthy foods. The more you steer clear of following every craving cue, you will see some real food cravings emerge. Nothing can compete with the over-processed and flavor-engineered foods that are manufactured, but your true nutritional cravings will appear as you move away from the processed foods. You will see these real food cravings emerge as you move away from the processed foods. You'll want to make sure you provide your body with these foods that it needs by eating a variety of plant-based foods, vegetables and fruits and whole grains and proteins and healthy fats. Your plate should be colorful and balanced. The easiest way to get there is to avoid the overly processed foods on a regular basis. And another piece is to be mindful, paying attention to your eating habits. Are you a late night eater? Do you always order appetizers in addition to a big entree? Do you feel compelled to eat candy after stressful meetings? Just notice these things and make sure you don't judge yourself for it. Just notice that this has become a habit. 
Keeping track of your eating habits can help you to be conscious of where you might need to make adjustments. So like I said, you may want to start a food and feeling journal. Just remember, it's not about tracking exactly what you ate. Instead, I want you to use this journal as a way to explore your thoughts and feelings and impulses and look for patterns or emotional eating triggers. And finally, you want to be reframing your thoughts because emotions and foods are often intertwined and it can help to reframe the negative thoughts about food. Remember, food is meant to fuel your body so that you can have the energy you need to thrive. For example, grabbing a cupcake when you're sad might feel good in the moment, but it may not make you feel so great later. And it also means that cupcakes for a treat and a celebration can still be a delight here and there. It's not all or nothing. It's about being aware. However, if you do grab a cupcake because you're trying to feel an emotional need and feel guilty afterwards, try to quiet the inner critic as much as possible. Don't judge yourself. Accept that the choice was made, let go of any shame or disappointment, and use the experience as an opportunity to reaffirm that you're still committed to eating as healthy as possible. Also remind yourself that it's okay to enjoy a treat here and there. As always, moderation is key along with understanding why you are having the sweet treat. Intuitive eating can help you form healthy habits and enjoy the food you eat and clue you into why you were eating in the first place. Like I said, it takes some practice in the beginning, but it is well worth the effort. And now for today's quote. One cannot think well, love well, sleep well, if one has not dined well. And that's from Virginia Woolf. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.